0: Hello, and welcome back to the Auditory Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, John McKenzie. As the year moves deeper into autumn, we'd like to bring you this grim poem from 1868 that begins when a young woman spots a gentleman walking by outside her window.
1: Gentle Alice Brown, adapted from the poem by W.S. Gilbert. Twas a robber's daughter, and her name was Alice Brown. Her father was the terror of a small Italian town. Her mother was a foolish, weak, but amiable old thing, but it isn't of her parents that I'm going for to sing. As Alice was a-sitting at her window sill one day, a beautiful young gentleman he chanced to pass that way. She cast her eyes upon him, and he looked so good and true that she thought, I could be happy with a gentleman like you. And every morning passed her house that cream of gentlemen, She knew she might expect him at a quarter unto 10. A sorter in the custom house, it was his daily road. The custom house was fifteen minutes' walk from her abode. But Alice was a pious girl. She knew it wasn't wise to look at strange young sorters with expressive purple eyes, so she sought the village priest to whom her family confessed. The priest by whom their little sins were carefully assessed. Oh, Holy Father, Alice said, "T'would grieve you, would it not, to discover that I was the most disreputable lot? Of all unhappy sinners, I'm the most unhappy one." The Padre said, What have you been and gone and done? I have helped Mama to steal a little kitty from its dad. I've assisted dear Papa in cutting up a little lad. I've planned a little burglary and forged a little check and slain a little baby for the coral on its neck. The worthy pastor heaved a sigh and dropped a silent tear and said, You mustn't judge yourself too heavily, my dear. It's wrong to murder babies' little corals for to fleece, but sins like these one expiates at half a crown apiece. Girls will be girls. You're very young and flighty in your mind. Old heads upon young shoulders we must not expect to find. We mustn't be too hard upon these little girlish tricks. Let's see. Five crimes at half a crown. Exactly twelve and six. Oh, father, little Alice cried, your kindness makes me weep. You do these little things for me so singularly cheap. Your thoughtful liberality I never can forget, but, oh, there is another crime I haven't mentioned yet. A pleasant-looking gentleman with pretty purple eyes I've noticed at my window as I've sat a-catching flies. He passes by it every day, as certain as can be. I blush to say I've winked at him, and he has winked at me. For shame, said Father Paul. My erring daughter, on my word, this is the most distressing news that I have ever heard. Why, naughty girl, your excellent papa has pledged your hand to a promising young robber, the lieutenant of his band. This dreadful piece of news will pain your worthy parents so. They are the most remunerative customers I know. For many, many years they've kept starvation from my doors. I never knew so criminal a family as yours. The common country folk in this insipid neighborhood have nothing to confess. They're so ridiculously good. And if you marry anyone respectable at all, why, you will reform. And what will then become of Father Paul? The worthy priest, he up and drew his cowl upon his crown, and started off in haste to tell the news to Robert Brown, to tell him how his daughter, who was now for marriage fit, had winked upon a sorter who reciprocated it. Good Robert Brown, he muffled up his anger pretty well. He said, I have a notion, and that notion I will tell. I will nab this young sorter, terrify him into fits and get my gentle wife to chop him into little bits. I've studied human nature, and I know a thing or two. Though a girl may fondly love a living gent, as many do, a feeling of disgust upon her senses there will fall when she looks upon his body, chopped particularly small. He traced that gallant sorter to a still suburban square. He watched his opportunity and seized him unaware. He took a life preserver and hit him on the head and Mrs. Brown dissected him before she went to bed. And pretty little Alice grew more settled in her mind. She never more was guilty of a weakness of the kind until at length good robber Brown bestowed her pretty hand on the promising young robber, the lieutenant of his band.
0: We hope you've enjoyed our special presentation of Gentle Alice Brown, adapted from the poem by W.S. Gilbert, as read by J.T. Be sure to join us in December for our annual holiday presentation. In the meantime, feel free to visit our website at auditorychronicles.com for an archive of previous episodes, as well as links to our Twitter feed and Facebook page. For Auditory Chronicles, I'm John McKenzie. Thanks for listening.